Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful Overbooked, and it's time for, I mean, listen, it's, it, I always say it's everybody's favorite, but like, come on, it, it's, it's my favorite. It's your favorite. If it's not your favorite, then it's our little secrets. It's so bad. It's good. I'm here with Josh. Josh, how you doing, man? Fantastic. I'm doing fantastic. I've changed my setup again. I know I don't want to be that guy that always changes his setup, but I was trying to get it right. For this and i feel like this is like a nice little time so you know i'm ready I'm, I'm doing good how are you doing though i am doing fantastically well you may even say i am feeling stupendous you may oh. even say today i'm feeling like going a little extreme oh yeah i want to hop in the time travel machine i want to i want to make amends for bobby lashley not making it into the 2022 elimination chamber and i want to go all the way back to 2006 to a little show and i do mean little called Mm. the ecw december to dismember now don't turn off the video i know i know don't don't do it don't turn it off i know everyone's gonna say It's all been talked about. Here's another podcast that's going to talk shit about ECW. No, okay, we're not. We're not. We could. We could. We won't. We won't. won't. Stick around. Tell them what we're talking about today, Josh. Oh, well, you say ECW December to Dismember, and people could just be like, well, that could mean literally any match on that entire show. And you're right. And one day, maybe, maybe Joel and I will sit down on Twitch and do a little watch along of this show, because it's we would probably need to be drunk, and that's fine. Because it is very hard to get through. It is a very difficult show to get through. But we are talking about, I guess, the the main event. Well, it is the main event of that show. The Extreme Elimination Chamber. The one and only Extreme Elimination Chamber in history. So I guess, if anything, it has that. Yeah. It was certainly the last match of the night. It needed mm-hmm. a lot of time to um, build because mm-hmm. people were suddenly pulled from matches. And uh, it, they they had to put weapons in the chambers, in the pods specifically. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was... Mm. It existed. What was the original lineup for this uh, ECW elimination chamber? What was the original six men? Because I know men were pulled from this like as early as that night, weren't they? So as far as I understood it, it was... Uh, sorry, I'm trying to look at my notes here. It was... Uh, test. It was Lashley. It was Big Show, who was the ECW champion. It was CM Punk, RVD, and Sabu. But they pulled Sabu at the last minute. Mm. I don't know if they pulled other people. No. So I didn't know the whole, I know there's a, listen, there's a lot of, uh, 
interesting stories that happen with this show. There's a lot of talk surrounding this show, going into this show of who wanted to be in what match and Paul Heyman wanting specific things and Vince McMahon wanting other things. Now, me and Joel don't know crap from Clay. We really don't. We, we don't know what, what, the, what the whole story is, but we can only speculate that I don't think that these six men would be the original lineup. I don't know why. I just feel that way. I think you're right. I think the one person that they replaced ended up being the right guy to replace Sabu because you think about uh, who they ended up getting to, well, let's just spoil it. Now it was hardcore freaking Holly. And you know, the people who were in the ring were more shocked than the nearly five. There was less than 5,000 people in the arena. So so, what was this show? It was at the James Brown arena. And the James Brown Arena is oh my god it's in uh, it's in Georgia it's in Augusta. Okay, it's now the Augusta Entertainment Complex. Yeah, I I can't say that I've heard of many wrestling shows taking place there, but I could be wrong. It's a big enough place, but they did not come close to selling it out. And when Hardcore Holly came out, they they were not excited like the wrestlers were in that match by the way do you remember what they used to call the wrestlers in ecw back in 2006 the extremists weren't yeah. they yeah i think we just got demonetized because of that probably yeah i'm they sorry. used to call their women something else too they didn't call them divas from my understanding i don't know what they were called oh, but i don't think they called i don't i i could be talking out of my ass here were they called vixens I think they were something like that. They weren't divas. I know that. And they weren't extremists. They might have been called vixens. It was only for that very short period of time when they weren't called. They were what, called vixens. You know, they were called vixens. That's right. Yes. So ECW had extremists, which were their men. And then vixens, which were their, their women, the diva equivalent, um, which is, hey, I'll give them this. They tried to be different. You ever wonder why ECW failed? Because, I mean, if you're going to do no. extremists and vixens <laughs> and extreme elimination chambers with weapons and pulling very popular wrestlers at the last minute to replace some of those, you'd think that would be a successful model for business. Yeah. Um, listen, again, we could do a whole episode and maybe one day we'll do a mega episode on what the hell was ECW or WWE ECW. Um whether people want to admit it or not, it still was ECW, I guess. It had the name. If this was called anything else, I think ECW could have survived in a sense. Like this could have survived in some capacity. But I don't really ever wonder why it failed because, listen, it was doomed from the very beginning that it was called ECW and we seen a zombie walk out on that very first episode. We're like, yeah, this isn't going to be what it is. And Hey, listen, we had Kelly Kelly taking her clothes off for some episodes. So by the way, coming soon to here's why you're wrong on Fightful overbooked. Kate and I, for some reason are going to debate the original ECW versus WWE CW. Oh, I'm going to, Oh my God. I want to be a fly on the wall on that conversation. Oh my God. Get subscribed for that one. Friends mm-hmm. hit that bell for notifications and leave a thumbs up mm. while you're here in this video. Let's talk about the weapons in the chamber. So you go into your pod. Every pod has, first of all, let's talk about the main weapon. And that is the damn chamber itself. It's not the chamber you see today. It's not the chamber we just saw at the last pay-per-view. No, it is the original elimination chamber where there is a lot of steel, a lot of chains, and a lot of pain. That was the chamber that was used. 
Now, listen, the old chambers are much, they're much more brutal. I will say this, and I don't know, people can come at me in the comments for this. I'm not a fan of the Elimination Chamber gimmick. Never have been. I don't think I've ever watched a chamber that I've truly, like, just been like, hell yeah, like, sign me up for this chamber. I think every chamber that I've watched has been a dud, in my opinion. I don't like them. That's Um, fair. So when you put in weapons, you think, oh, my God, that's going to be so much better. Absolutely not. This is going to be even worse. It's just overly gimmicky. But the old chambers were much more brutal than what we see today, which I think, by the way, I love brutal stuff. But at the same time, it does probably a lot of people have said the chamber is hurts. It just it wasn't fun to be in a chamber. So I could understand why they remodeled it. I don't know. Lack of better term. <laughs> no, remodels, right? I wouldn't want to do any bumps on steel grates either. Mm-hmm. I would much rather have a little bit of padding, as minimal as it is. Mm-hmm. At least it gets the job done. Still so, looks cool, and it still looks very yeah. modern now. But this, yeah, it, they had they had legitimate weapons inside of the pod. So you could imagine the cluster that we're about to talk about. Yeah, so uh, in each pod, they feature one is a barbed wire bat. Another of pod course. has a table in it. Because whatever, sure. There's a chair, and that very much mm-hmm. comes into play later. Uh, okay. And a crowbar. And they're all just sitting there chilling in their random pods. Out comes first the ECW champion, Big Show. And he gets into his pod with the barbed wire baseball bat. And before mm-hmm. he even goes into his pod, he's just like waving the thing around and just being like, oh, <laughs> look at me. I'm a big giant champion with a big barbed wire baseball bat. And uh Yeah, exactly. Show gets into his pod. Punk comes out next. Big, big, grandiose cheering. Everyone loves CM Punk. Grabs the chair, gets into his pod. Out comes Test. Who I Test love. Grabs. Love Test. Test is on something and he grabs that crowbar. He's excited. And then Lashley comes out and he gets the table. Mm. He doesn't even get to like swing it around or anything. He just gets Mm-mm. in there and he's just like, hey, make room for Lashley. And table's like, nah, I'm a table. That's that's kind of the sentiment of Lashley in ECW, though. Make room for Lashley. Kind of, he just, yeah. He just didn't fit, especially in the very beginning. Remember, up until this show, Paul Heyman was the man writing ECW, I guess you could say. Well, he was the head of creative. He was, he was not in charge. I mean, you, no one's ever in charge of WWE unless you're Vince McMahon. But, like, he was the head honcho in a, in a sense. Yep. So, like, you wouldn't really... Well, I wouldn't really suspect of being like Paul Heyman, Bobby Lashley. No disrespect to Bobby Lashley, but he was not what we know now with Bobby Lashley. In 2006, Bobby Lashley was not Bobby Lashley. You know what I mean? Like he was on a trajectory, but he was not ECW-esque. He wasn't an extremist, I guess you could say. Oh, that's right. There's that word again. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so so Bobby Lashley's out. He gets in, He gets the table. Hardcore Holly comes out next and they had to sit on it for a second because he's replacing Sabu. Crowd doesn't know. And then Holly comes out and everyone's like, Oh my God, what the hell is he doing here? But this is the perfect guy. And the crowd is like, huh? And the wrestlers cool. are just like, yeah, woo. Tess is like going crazy in his pod. He's super stoked. And then the crowd is ready because RVD comes out last. Yeah. And he's and like the saving there. grace, by the way, of for that crowd is RVD. There's never, I don't think I've ever seen a pro wrestling crowd that isn't excited to see Rob Van Dam. But yep. especially in this match, listen, Hardcore Holly is great. We love Hardcore Holly because we love wrestling. But to a, a greater appeal, he's just Bob Holly. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's I just mean, whatever. Hardcore Holly, Bob Holly, 
is forever the the goat in my book because he mm. had the gall to pitch in a creative meeting. How about you give me the belt? And then what happens? I beat everybody. <laughs> that alone just makes Hardcore Holly the man. Okay. Also, he's so, one tough son of a, you know what? He is he a is. tough, tough. And if you want someone in there to get someone roughed up, cool. You call on Mr. Holly because he will, um, we've seen incidences where Hardcore Holly was a little, um, stiff a little in the bit. ring. Well, Royal he kind of gets it back. Right. Five, well, he, he kind of gets it back on this uh, in this match, and we'll talk about it in a second. But by the way, another thing I love about Hardcore Holly, the man says that he'll just put his phone face down on the kitchen table for days, walk away, and just not even think about well, it. The willpower. He, I could not do that. He's got something, man, from a different different world, that man. Mm-hmm. Is so the crowd is kind of quiet. They're kind doing of. Thing. Come They're on just, now. <laughs> That's <laughs> kind. <laughs> I, I could hear crickets is what mm. I could hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Even they're asleep. Like that's yeah. how quiet they this is. I poor, where did you say this was, Georgia? I mean, yeah. they weren't in for a treat. Can you, no. re, hey, let's rewind a little bit with this this match and this pay-per-view in particular. I'm assuming you were watching at this time. Yeah? Yeah, um, I was. Were you at all just ready to watch EC? Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. W December to dismember. Absolutely not. Me either. Don't even remember ordering the pay-per-view to be completely honest. Back when we had to order pay-per-views, guys. Remember I know. those times? Oh. oh God. 40 bucks. See you later. Um, I don't remember ordering this pay-per-view. I think this was one of those ones. I mean, I was like 11, so I wasn't the one ordering it, but I mean, I think it was probably one of those ones I watched on DVD a few months later when it came out. I don't think I ever really watched it until I got the network. If I had to be, oh, I, I had to be unfortunately honest. watched it. I remember being excited for the Hardy Boys because they were back on this show, and that was the match of the night. I'm trying to remember. Well, so I was in, I was in second year university at this point. Damn. So I was yeah, probably I was... home for the winter because the show was in December, of course, December mm-hmm. to December. So I, I would have been at home, and I probably would have 
not watched it. Normally my friends and I would get together. We'd go out to like the local bar and, Mm -hmm. you know, have some food, have some drinks, watch the show because it was a good excuse to get together that night. I don't think we did. I I don't blame you. I don't remember what I was doing whenever this aired. Like I said, I would have been 10, 11 years old. Um, I would have been off of school because it was December. So we're in our summer break here. Mm -hmm. Um, Listen, I could have watched this live. I could have very well watched this live. I don't think I did. I don't actually even think WWE, I don't think, um, Australian pay-per-view carry, we're even carrying this pay-per-view to be completely honest. So really, if WWE had carried that pay-per-view in Australia, it could have saved ECW. Uh, definitely with the huge audience that Australia has, um, of wrestling, I could imagine we would just, right. we might be talking about ECW as the, as the brand that saved us all. That's right. Anyway, probably not. So they get to the next entrance in the match and it's CM Punk. But I got to point out that every time that they had the Elimination Chamber music, they had the the grainy overhead camera flashing the color, uh, the, 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 the light down on every pod. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it signifies each next entrance with a gong. It's like the <laughs> gong show gong. I'm just <laughs> sitting there laughing, being like, ah, the next contestant is CM Punk. Enter the gong show. And he comes in hot and he's got the chair. And like crowd is into it. He's over. Um, they're using that chair in every way imaginable. Yes. The chair this is, is cool. a staple of this, uh, of this match. There is, I will say about this match, it gets that we, we are having a funny haha. But if I'm going to break it down from a match perspective, it's not like completely awful. It's just really weird. That's yes. how I describe it. It's not a bad match. It's just odd. Like there's just something off. The crowd's not really feeling it. They love Rob Van Dam and they love CM Punk. I'll give them that. Punk was over and obviously so was RVD. But like if we were to rewind and hindsight is 2020, if CM Punk was to win this match here, who knows what could have really happened. It's true. Um, But I'm not saying just because of Lashley, you know what I mean? Like, but to a certain degree, like Lashley was not the crowd's guy. Um, I think the crowd would have been happy if RVD had won or if CM Punk had won. Um, we know we're talking in, in hindsight here and we know what happens to the ECW championship, Vince McMahon. But, you know, it is, listen, hey, former ECW champion Vince McMahon with the, with the do rag on his head too. That was a time good for him, I guess. But yeah, Bobby Lashley, it wasn't, wasn't what the crowd wanted. The crowd didn't want a lot out of this show. They just wanted something. And they didn't really get a lot of substance. But the chair was really cool. The way they utilized the chair in this match, it's like, man, that's a good way to use a chair. We had a lot of chair spots that, yeah, okay, we'd seen before in the past in wrestling. But, you know, we didn't really see. We All together, it was kind of nice. They did the chair spot where RVD gets thrown into the turnbuckle and there's a chair wedged into it by CM Punk. And then Punk gets out of the ring and he kicks the chair while mm. it's across RVD's neck. Stuff like that is really neat. But also... There were so many headshots. Ooh, it was an uncomfortable like amounts. Yes. Like leg drops onto chairs, monkey flips onto chairs, yeah, sure. Fine. But like when you start getting into kicking chairs into heads and oh mm. uh, uh, yeah, there was Especially a lot of that at this on. time where like a few months away from all of that coming to light. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know what we're talking about. And if you don't, then don't need to talk about it. You don't need to know. Um, but like, listen, chair shots to the head at the time. Sure. I was like, sign me up. I love a little bit of, you know, stuff, 
But knowing what we know now, and honestly, it's just not worth the, ah, you know what I mean? And then we just move along. Um, but there was a lot of chair shots to the head. And I was watching this last night and I was like this the entire time. Like, yep. oh, like, just, just let's just move along from that because, oh boy. So later on in the match, Tess comes in and he's got his happy little crowbar and he mm-hmm. maims everybody with it. He just goes goes absolutely ham on it. If 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 you're gonna get any weapon from this match, would you think the crowbar would be the one you would take, or is there a different one you would prefer? God, you got a barbed wire bat, a chair, a table, and I'll get through a table. I'd go through a table. I feel like that would like almost break your fall to the canvas. Fair. It also ends up getting you out of a cage if you're in a predicament. We'll get to that in a second. (laughs) So RVD does more headshots with the chair. And then Punk eliminate, gets eliminated after a five-star frog splash by RVD. Punk out, crowd not happy. And then Test kicks Hardcore Holly's head off. And there's mm. an awkward three count because we're talking about working stiff. I think Hardcore Holly was knocked the fuck out. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, listen, I have not swore in this show once. Get ready to censor me because holy f- my goodness, did he kick him in the head? He has a killer big boot. <laughs> that was something else. And to watch Holly basically be out on his, well, out on his ass at that point because he had been knocked down and pinned. There was just a very awkward three count. And uh, we, I thought it was a near fall because nobody said anything. And then all of a sudden he was out of the match. Uh, okay, sure. RVD then gets eliminated because test goes after Rob Van Dam who is on top of a pod hits him with the head, hits him in the head with a chair, drags him off of the, uh, the pod and onto the mat goes for an elbow drop off the pod onto a chair that is on RVD's head. RVD is eliminated and the crowd is going absolutely Uh mild. They don't give a shit. This is where it gets from. It just goes from that awkwardness that I was talking about in this match to like, Oh no, we're entering a very dangerous territory here where, Listen, it had, I'm not saying it had heat because no one cared. Um, it wasn't like, you know, Roman winning the Rumble, that kind of heat where people actually gave a crap. They just didn't, you, you want some noise. They would dream of having that kind of heat in this match, but they had nothing. There was not a single care in the world. They send out the security forces of Paul Heyman to bolt, not even bolt. Bobby Lashley's pod door shot. They took a knife stick, a pitry old knife stick, and they just put it against the the pod door and hope that he can't slide it open. So what does Lashley do? He uses his table. How would you use a table to get out of a out of a out of a pod that has a steel chain up top and Lexan covering it? How would you get out? If I if I had the table, I guess. You- <laughs> Maybe just use the table to smash through the, the glass mm. or, or, or try and, you know, like, you know, like try and get yourself out through the top. He goes for the top. Mm. There's supposed to be chains. Mm. I have never broken chains with a table before. A wooden table. Um, yeah, a flimsy yeah, wooden um, table. Yeah. Um, listen. My mind went to go through the top, obviously, because that's what I would do. Uh, 
I, I, I anyway, he goes to the top. I would have just gone through the Lexan pod. I would have just smashed my way through it. But anyway, whatever, he goes up to the top and over. Um, and then he whips test into the pod, which is then into the table. And I'm like, okay, maybe the pod was bulletproof. And then, no, it's not because he goes through the pod. Okay. Mm. Anyway, they use the chair. They use the crowbar. Lashley hits a spear after he hits Test in the stomach with the crowbar. I like this. That was smart. And Test is eliminated. Mm-hmm. And then the big show is left. Mm. And you, and they make you wait for the big show. And then what does Lashley do while he's waiting for the big show? Grabs the table and he launches it at the pod, at the pod. And then he grabs the chair and he launches it at the pod containing the big show. And they're just making you wait for big show until he finally comes out and he's got his big barbed wire bat. And then it's Jeff's time. Listen, the booking of this match is just the booking of this match is so bad. It's bad. Yeah, we just ruined our own show four episodes in. So bad, it's there. The, actually, we should call this episode So Bad It's Happening because that's what this ha- is happening in this match. It's not bad. It's not good. It's just a match that is happening. And at this point, RVD's gone. CM Punk is gone. Even freaking Test is gone. And Parker we were Holly's the- gone. Yeah. Like, it's a hoss fight. It's a hoss fight with no it's weapons just, now. It's just, wow. So it's not even extreme anymore. It's just elimination chamber. It's not even elimination chamber. It's two men in a giant cage-like structure with no one else left. Great. And Paul Heyman is screaming off to the side, and you can hear it if you're listening with headphones or 5.1 surround sound. It's awful. Oh, I was listening with um 5.1 surround sound. And I was my speaker, my left speaker was in the, and I just heard Paul Heyman going like. Yeah! And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. So to finish, let's just get there so we can get the hell out of here. Yes. Lashley hits the most awkward spear ever. You can it's say like that sidestep, slow cool. step, hit the ropes, sidestep, slow step, hits the spear. One, two, three, wins the ECW championship to tremendous nothing. And then Paul Heyman is sent home Ooh. next week because he's sick of how ECW is running. But they kayfabe it, right? Plane ride. Ooh. That story hasn't ever been talked about before, has it? Jace. No, I've no. Can you tell me about it? No. Ah, it's another episode. Who am I kidding? So bad. It's bad. <laughs> so bad. It's happening. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> this is going to be the episode that requires like the most amount of post-production to make it funny. Listen, hey, shout out to our post-production man, because good Lordy Lord, does he make this show just funnier than it is. <laughs> He really does. Maybe if we snap our fingers, he'll make like a steel cage appear above us. I don't know. Yeah. That's all I got. Josh, where can the people find you on the internet? At Josh Robinson underscore zero zero. Come hang out with me. You know what I'm going to say? I'm a damn good time. He is a damn good time. And I'm actual Pearl. J O E L P E A R L. It's Fightful Overbooked. FightfulOverbooked.com. YouTube.com slash Fightful Overbook. Subscribe to us here. Drop a like. And while you're at it, uh, hit the bell. Get your notifications and uh, get on top. All right. We'll see you next time. Cheers.
Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.